0: Armstrong may have seen extraterrestrials on the moon. ...when
1: he spies a discernible shape. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind.
2: (laughs) You can deny all the things I've seen, all the
1: things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Welcome, everybody, to Full Spectrum Universe. My name is Rob Yox. We have an amazing show for you this evening. We have some guests today that are the Ghost Sisters. And one of the great things about this team is that, you know, they're a family. And you know how sometimes it's difficult to work with their family, but these, these ladies have come together, moved past all that stuff, and have done some incredible work in the paranormal field. And we're going to pick their brains tonight. We're going to get their story, basically their origin story, as if this was a comic book. And what we're going to do is we're going to explore some of their uh, nuances and being together. Um, one of the things that I, I put on the poster was that they give voice to the voiceless. And, you know, so many of us try to do that, and I think that they're truly achieving in that manner. Um, They have all types of equipment and they have a medium on board as well So we're gonna bring in Mandy right now. Candy will be joining us very shortly. So let's bring her in Hi Mandy. How are you?
0: Hi everyone. I'm great. How are you?
1: Great. Candy has just joined us. Let's bring candy in too. Candy. How are you this evening?
0: (laughs) I'm
2: good. How are you?
1: Absolutely incredible. This is gonna be a great show ladies I can't wait to hear all about your stories and what you guys have seen out there, what you have done. So right off the bat, I'm going to ask everybody in the audience to please like this and share this. As we all know on Facebook, it's getting harder and harder to share these types of programs because you have to do each one individually. So share, share, share. We want to get this out there, and uh, let's go into a, a, a question that I had for you, ladies. Is you know, there's always this moment in everybody's paranormal. Uh, you know, their paranormal lifestyle where they, they connect with the other side or they have an experience that essentially they feel at that moment emotionally, this is what I'm meant to do. This is what I'm going to do. So if each of you could explain to us that moment for you in detail, please.
0: <laughs> well, uh, Rob, I'll just tell you that uh, candy is our skeptic.
1: <laughs> you always need one. one
0: little you story, always need but- one are skeptic <laughs> but I'll, I'll be glad to start well i'll just say that i've had paranormal experiences since i was probably uh, nine or ten but it kind of increased um throughout the teenage years and when i was 18 um it just started to get more and more um active for me in my life with the paranormal um it seemed like everywhere i lived i was having experiences with the paranormal And, um, at the time I didn't know that, you know, as a medium, I've always been told that I was gifted, but I I had no clue, but I could hear, I could hear the spirits talking to me and it really freaked me out. You know, just something that, you know, someone, you hear someone talking and it's really kind of like, oh my gosh, you know, or just things being moved around or they, or they would mess with my equipment. And so I've always been intrigued with the paranormal, but, um, It wasn't until 2016 when I actually got my older sister, Chastity, who's not with us um, tonight, um, to uh, go on our first investigation at the Mansfield prison. And ever since then, I was like, oh, God, I was hooked the first time, the first time ever. And after that, I told my sister, I said, I'm building a team and you're joining. I didn't give her a chance to say no. She was joining.
2: (laughs) So, that's
0: awesome. so you know, in 2017, once I had um, some more people on my team, that's when I created Ghost Sisters. So,
1: awesome, awesome. Candy, how about you?
2: I'm I'm a skeptic here. I I've, I've only had one experience, and I still am skeptic about that. But I'm typically here to uh, to see if something ever does happen to me.
1: But well, tell us, tell us about that one experience that you had that kind of, you know, it's it's always good to have a skeptic amongst the group, somebody who's not so willing to, to believe in it. Because what you're trying to do when you're out in the field is you always try and debunk your own work. So, you know, Candy, you are a vital part of that group, you know, and you said you had that one experience. Tell us a little bit about that experience if you can.
2: Well, Mandy was with me. We had an apartment. I think we were about 21. Um, we'd actually come back from a, a night out. And I. I could swear that I seen something, kind of drift through the front room. We had like a nightlight on, so I, I don't know if I seen something, but it, it definitely scared me. And that was the only experience I had, so I, I'm I'm still not sure.
0: She says she thought she seen a child. I was I was walking behind her, and Candy. We had actually been living in a, this an apartment. Just, uh, life's getting flickered and, you know, and we were just, we were 21, you know, and like I said, everywhere I was having.
1: Well, we might've lost her.
2: Yeah. Sounds like it.
1: That's okay. That's okay. So Candy, now that you are the skeptic and, you know, having a group of your sisters, I'm sure growing up, you know, when we have, I have a sister myself. Sometimes we bicker, and you know, uh, there are certain times when you're so supposed to be working, and you're fighting. And you know, tell us a little bit of the nuances of being able to work with your sisters. So you know, not so much the cons, but maybe some more of the pros that you know you really get to exploit while out in the field.
2: So uh, Mandy and Chastity are not my biological sisters. However, Mandy and I have been best friends since the second grade, so we've been friends for many, many years. Um, I was recently brought onto the team here, probably I don't know eight months ago or something. And um, I've I've been out with them. However, I am very busy with my children. I don't get to go out as much with them. But the places I have been are very interesting. Um, just in themselves, they're interesting. Just to see some of the places that that we get to go, and um, just I just enjoy being with them.
1: That's, well, uh, you know, that's part, definitely one of the great things is you have to, or one of the essential things as well, is you have to be able to enjoy the people that you're around. And you guys, are, if you've been best friends for that long, I would classify you definitely as sisters, for sure. Yes. For yes. sure. So, you know, one of the things that we look at, too, is it, are you big into history when you go out into these places? Do you do any of the uh, historical work or look into the places at all?
2: Um, typically, uh, Mandy has someone look into, gets the background and stuff like that, um, for mm-hmm. us. So yeah, we do get a little bit of the background on it, the history of it.
1: Well, oh, one of the things we can do right now too, is that, you know, not to keep saying that you're the skeptic, I understand that, but you know, being out with them and seeing what you've seen, tell us your side of it. And then when Mandy comes back, we'll have her tell us her side of it in that sense. Well, there she is.
2: <laughs> Yep, she's popping
0: back There she is. I'm here. Welcome back. <laughs> I'm telling you, the spirits mess with our stuff. <laughs> I've
1: I've seen that too. I've seen that too. When I was on with oh my, uh, my partner Melinda, she said a spirit had gone across her computer and thing flashed, and she went like all different colors, like like green, blue, like it looked like old school like uh, color TV when. You know, you couldn't actually get the channel. It was like the scramble. And you were looking through the scramble for like what was on the channel. Because, you know, maybe at that time you didn't have that specific HBO channel or something like that. But what I was asking is, Candy, you know, what we're going to do is we're going to explore some of the experiences that you guys have had together. Since she is the skeptic, what we're going to look at is what she saw. And then Mandy, since you are a medium, a psychic medium, we're going to ask you what you saw. See how they coincide with each other to get a full picture of some of these investigations that you guys have done.
2: I'm getting a lot of background.
1: As am I? As yeah. am I?
0: Yeah, it was a lot in the background. Are you asking but, me um, when I'm out there investigating what I think about when I'm tuning in the spirit and what I see?
1: Correct. Correct. Well, let's pick like one of the investigations that you guys have done and get both of your vantage points on that specific investigation so we can explore both sides of the spectrum. That's what we do. It's full spectrum. So we go in and we uh, look at all of it so you guys can, you know, I'm sure you guys have like talked about it and things like that. So let's let's get into some stories on what you guys, you know, how you handle things when you're out there, what's going on, the places you've seen.
0: Well, we, us girls have been doing this now for going on four years. We have done, I mean, multiple locations here in our hometown. Um, We work in law enforcement, by the way. Candy is a felony probation officer and I'm a corrections officer. So with that, um, we are able to get into like common, the common court house here in Marion and which the judge would allow us to go there and investigate. Um, We go to... Got all kinds of buildings, bars in our hometown. We've traveled all around and residential homes we do. But um, how we handle it is when we're going into a location, I don't like to know a whole lot about it. And so I have a guy on the side who will do like a little research for me. And um, I like to go in and take about 10 minutes, sit in a room and go live and I'll do some spiritual writing. It's just another form for me to connect, so I will get, like, different things in 10 minutes, and then when we're out there, we'll go investigate, and we'll get, like, names. um, What happened to that spirit, spirit and match it with my writing that we, you know, that I, it's pretty cool how we do it. It just throws another curveball at, you know, something different to do instead of just going right in right into the investigation.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Why don't, why don't we talk about one of the, you know, whenever people meet each other and then they're in the paranormal, they have this, you know, essentially this this story that they tell to tell people that they're in the paranormal. You know, this one time we were in this place. What's the story for you, Layton?
0: Well, we can talk about the shrine. <laughs> yeah. good would- one
1: tell us about the shrine we've heard about the shrine we're actually going to have outlaw paranormal come back and talk about the shrine too so this is great we'll get into it now maybe we'll have you guys come back with them
0: and we can all talk
1: about the shrine but go ahead tell us about the shrine
0: well um the how we come across the shrine was i was contacted by the caretaker he was looking for um a medium or someone to connect with uh with the the table the dragon portal table which i'm sure you heard them talk about that um yep. he he had a team that was coming there for 10 years and they would do research every wednesday well something had happened everybody was having nightmares the, the whole place was off balance see he's a shinto master the caretaker is and he keeps the balance you know the yin and the yang between good and the bad he keeps everything balanced and something was wrong. I mean, uh, an entity was all agitated, something was not right. So he was trying to find someone who could maybe read the table or read him and see what was what it wanted. And he was on a live podcast, and this lady from the u k gave him five names to contact, and I was one of them. So he looked me up, was checking out my page. And then he contacted me. He liked he liked how I was handling my my readings and everything so he he contacted me and asked me if I'd be able to do a reading for him and I, I was like oh wow yeah you know this is a cool place <laughs> so I ended up doing a reading and I was able to um, figure out what was going on they had taken this knife this uh knife off the table that was on the table from the time they built the dragon portal table it was a ninja sword or knife, whatever. But it wasn't on the table. And I told him that I was getting the image that there was a knife that was missing from the table. Next thing you know, clicks. They're like, oh my gosh, where's the, where's the knife that's been on the table? Well, the caretaker had taken it off probably a month prior to all this going on to clean it, but he never put it back. So you know how it is. If you move something it can, you know, that had its place, It can get, a spirit can get agitated. Well, that's what happened. Um, And once they went and got the sword and they put it back on the table, everything like within 20 minutes just calmed down, okay? So so that's how we ended up meeting um, the caretaker and going to the shrine. Uh, He he made us girls the ambassador of the shrine and um, he allowed us to go and spend the night there uh, we were actually the first team to go spend the night there. It was Candy and me and chastity We went and spent the whole weekend there. And I can tell you right now, Candy being the skeptic, when she walked in that door, she felt it. We all felt it. Candy, tell me what you felt when you walked in it,
2: it definitely made sure. you feel like you was off balance. Um, I will say that. Um, definitely a little uneasy, off balance what i experienced while
1: being there it's wild how some of those have some of those places like that you you know they go ahead
0: no i was just uh i i asked candy because as soon as we walked in we were like oh my gosh you know what is that that feeling (laughs) just hits you out of nowhere and you just may
1: have lost her yeah she i think she had some of the background noise too you know yeah 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 i don't know what that is sometimes what happens is when when phones come in some reason they pick up some kind of extra background noise but uh, Mm -hmm. she's coming back right now you know it's tough it's tough too because while even while we were on just now my internet dropped out i just i don't know if you realize but i disappeared for a minute and i came back yeah, yeah. Actually. Mandy, Mandy, you have that. That background noise is you. I don't know if you're holding the phone a certain way or there's a TV on in the background.
0: No, no, it's just me in here.
1: That now stop now. now that we've addressed it, it stopped. Oh, there it is. There it is. But go ahead. So tell us more about you, ladies, for the investors for the shrine, and you know, Candy, you were saying. I was
2: just saying that you when we were there that it was definitely um, off balance feeling when we first got there. That was about the only thing that I um, felt while I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, that was it for me while we were at the Shrine. So
1: when things become off balance like that, what are some of the things that you ladies do? Do you have a process? And tell us how you get ready for an investigation. You know, Do you have a checklist that you go through? Because a lot of people that maybe haven't gone out there quite yet, you know, they learn from these experiences and people talking about them. So tell, give us your prep before going to a place.
0: Well, you know, um, we do talk about um, where, what all equipment we're going to bring, um, how many cameras we will set up, maybe who's going to go with who. Um, because, like I said, I, I don't I don't like to know much about a place when I go in. So basically, when we get there, we just focus on setting up the cameras Um, where I'm going to do my writing. And then after that, we decide, okay, here's what we're going to do. Break off into teams and then maybe every hour or two um, switch teams. And then or maybe we'll all go together. It it basically just depends on how things are going. Because sometimes as a group, I've noticed that with all females, we get a lot of interaction with spirit, a lot. They love our energy.
1: I'm sure you know. let's like, I, I, we were, I was asking Candy, Mandy, for you, what are some of the nuances? You know, working with your sisters, and you know, because like I was saying before, you, when you're around family a lot, sometimes you tend to get on each other's nerves, and you know, you bicker with each other. Names, tell us some of the ways that you guys avoid that, and some of the like the pros of of being able to, you know, of course you have this ultimate trust because they are your family and nothing going to happen to you but you know some of the other pros to actually having your sisters there with you
0: and you know it's funny you say that because you know i have a lot of sisters and when we're all together you know and Candy can verify we we do uh argue sometimes <laughs> but yep. it can be in a funny way or or honestly there's times where i feel like um is getting on me, maybe a, a spirit who was um, an agitated person in life, I feel that energy will come on me and my my sister Tassidy will instantly just get on my nerve. I'm like, I can feel myself getting angry with her and agitated. And I'll tell her, I'm like, I gotta, I'll walk away from her. i am like, I gotta get away from you, you know, or I'm starting to get angry. I can feel something's, something's on me. And there's been numerous times I've had that happen. So I just will, you know, let her know, Hey, how I'm feeling and just try to calm myself down and just not try to be so agitated with her, but it, it only seems to be with her and not my other sister. It's weird. <laughs> I don't know why it's her, but it just is. probably cause I'm with her more, I guess. I don't know. That's what I would say. Is it there? Rob <laughs>
2: May have lost him. Did we lose him? I don't know. I think so. He he was out a few minutes ago too. Really? Yeah. No I think was,
0: Yeah. Well anyway. Oh, oh, oh there we he's go. He's gone. <laughs> it's just us girls. I'm back. coming back.
1: Hey, I don't know what it is tonight. Everybody just bear with us. The internet is just <laughs> jumping in and out of everywhere seems that we're we're probably over the target that's usually when they you know when we're talking about things that possibly the spirits don't like or the other world doesn't like so much we tend to Bob, get disconnected I have a So lot go of
0: spirits in my house I'm just gonna let you know now
1: Tell us but about nothing that bad.
0: Tell, nothing tell us
1: all about how you live with those spirits on a day-to-day basis because that must be difficult you know
0: <laughs> well, I do have three haunted dolls.
1: <laughs> That'll do it. That'll definitely do it.
0: <laughs> but before I had the dolls, I, there was things going on in this house. Um, our land that we live on is old anyway. And I think the spirits from, I don't know, everywhere I've lived, they're either following me or they're just there when I move into a location. Um, I can tell you that I'm probably being followed a lot from um, being at different locations all the time. Um, And also me doing live readings. I get a lot of, uh, (laughs) this might sound a little weird, but when I do readings, sometimes those spirits attach to me and they stay with me. And I've had this happen a couple of times.
1: But what do you do to kind of offset that? You know, I mean, I'm sure once... I don't know if you have children at home, but it's very difficult sometimes to bring entities home with you like that. So what exactly do you do to, you know, make that go away or, or, or handle that in a specific in a specific way? You know,
0: I I sage. I'll do some saging. Like, I'm not going to lie. When we came back from the shrine <laughs> and you can, Candy, will tell you, um, we had a podcast a week later and I was hearing growling. There was growling going on in my house. It was really freaking me out. So I ended up staging to calm everything down. But the weird thing was us girls had a podcast with um, Chicks and Spirits. We were on their podcast. And was that not a crazy podcast? Yes, it is. People were hearing growling and they were like, what's going on? They were hearing stuff that we weren't at the time. And even the ladies... Chicks and spirits were hearing the growling too. They're like, we don't know what's going on with you girls, but you guys might want to sage yourself. And honestly, there is a doll at the shrine that laughs and giggles, and she has she's just a cloth doll. I've wow. heard that doll laughing here at my house. I've heard her. So that's crazy. You know, that's, there's that's only tough. so much you can do. You just try to please them, try to cross them over. Or ice sage, just to kind of lower the energies, you know, right, and it right. Kind of calms things down for a little bit.
1: For a little while, right? Doesn't it doesn't work forever? But you know, what? Let's let's talk into some more stories now. What is some? Have you ever been in a, a situation that, like, you were genuinely uh, like nervous or afraid being out there at one point or another? Or you came into something that was just so much to handle, and it like threw you off your game a little bit.
0: I don't think Candy has. Have you, Candy? I, I you don't ha- get scared. No,
2: no, I haven't. I've not had anything like that. Not
0: yet. She's she's waiting on her wow moment. But I can <laughs> tell you, Rob, I've been to some scary locations. I mean, we have been to British Mountain. We've been to Waverly Hills. We've been to um, Pittsburgh Hospital. I mean, yeah. funeral homes all kinds of scary locations, jails, prisons. And I have put myself in situations cause I like to do isolations, And because I feel like I get a lot more interaction with the spirits and I will do some crazy stuff. I will go in the most scariest place alone in the dark and I'll be live of course. And just see what I get. And I get all kinds of stuff, you know, it, it's just another way to get spirit to interact with me. And it, it's, it works pretty scary.
1: Now it, for the audience, if you don't realize what she's saying in, in the magnitude of being in a jail, when you're a corrections officer, I could only imagine now being there to investigate and then maybe isolating yourself inside of a cell or something like that. It's sort of like you're on the other side of what you see every day. And, and, is that, I, like I said, I don't people don't realize the magnitude of what that really is. Like, that is a wild, wild thing, and I can you for that. That's pretty crazy. That's pretty crazy. Now we go ahead.
0: Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to tell you that we actually investigated the uh, mayor and sheriff's office in our hometown. We were the only ones to ever do it. It's um, been um, recently empty for what malt candy for about two years um i wouldn't even say that long are you yeah from inmates it's been a
2: long time but they were still um doing dispatches stuff out of there um that's been probably has it been two years i don't think it's quite been that long it maybe
0: been two years since the office has actually shut down but it yeah. was actually the jail before they built the jail where i work at and candy used to work there for probably 19 years before she went to yeah. felony probation. so we worked at the jail together um, but anyway, we've been wanting to get into that place, and finally we got in, and uh, it was very interesting because they have the female area and the men area. And us girls went; and we we sat in those cells alone. We like um, did some role plays. We actually had a deputy there who had to be with us, or we couldn't be there alone in the building. And we had him go up and down the with the um, night stick just trying to do whatever we could to get interactions. Um, I did an isolation alone in the cell. I can tell you it is a weird feeling if, you, you know, you're sitting there alone in the dark and you're just like, wow, you know, just picturing what it would be like to be in such a small area like that. It's pretty, Uh, I think I'd be, I could feel how they would be, you know, agitated, agitated. Um, sad lonely um constantly
1: wondering what's going to happen and yeah that's it's that's gotta be uh, that's a wild ride ladies that's that's but see what you know that's one of the great things is that you're now going back to those places and moving forward from some of the other like if you go to other jails of course it's going to be scary but i'm sure not like that first time that you guys were you know really buckling down in there so what are some of the places that you haven't investigated yet that are, like, on your list? Give us, like, the top three or four on your list that you have to investigate before, you know, you stop investigating altogether, like off your bucket list.
0: I want to hit Alcatraz. <laughs> you know, working in law enforcement like we do, I think Alcatraz would be awesome. That'd be a great Definitely. one. <laughs> Definitely. And, and you know what? I, I agree with that. To- Trans allegheny and that would definitely been on you know is on my bucket list, and we're actually going in March. So
1: that's awesome. That's awesome.
0: There's, there's a whole bunch. I could sit here and probably go on and on. Uh, but
1: tell us, tell us, fun. tell us some of the places that you want to go. I've always wanted to go to the Suicide Forest in Japan.
0: <gasps> yes,
1: and investigate yes. the Suicide Forest. I think I might like get a group together and do it with like different people every night for like a week. Like everybody come in and like set up shop in some spots because, you know, it's big so you can mix the teams up and move them all over. So it's not like a big group. So it's a party, but I really think that I'm going to put an event together where it's just, Well, have to get like, I think you have to get uh, authorization from the Japanese government, but it's, I think that it's, I think that there's something going on there. That's like not just, paranormal and spiritual it's it's beyond that i don't know what it is but it's beyond that and that's one of my places that i really really want to go so keep going tell us some more places that you really want to check out
0: penhurst um dracula's castle that oh yeah yeah
1: You, you never know you might you might be able to get in there i've heard people have been able to get in there before really Yeah, Yeah.
0: they made it in there and they had some really good stuff.
1: Well, definitely. You know, here's one of the things that we talk about a lot on this specific show is where paranormal was 10 years ago from where it is right now. You know, between Mm -hmm. the internet, between the TV shows, between just the word of mouth, that how big it's expanded and how much more acceptable it is for everybody, you know. Tell us a little bit of how you feel about where it was and where it is, where it's going to go from here, you know?
0: Well, if you look back 10 years ago, there wasn't, well, you didn't see a lot of females doing this <laughs> for sure. Um, That's for sure. It, it was mainly men, maybe one, you know, one woman doing this, but, um, I think looking back 10 years ago, um, I think it was in the beginning of what it, what it's becoming now. Um, I think a lot more people started opening up and coming out with their stories and all their experiences and started to wanna get out there and try investigations and not worry about what people think. Cause I think a lot of people worry that, you know, people are gonna think you're crazy out there talking. Cause you know, when you're out there talking, they don't see or feel what, what you do, you know? So it looks like you're just talking to yourself, but, you know, and trying to get that in a with spirits. I, but I think it has come a long way. It's been really interesting watching this because I started watching, you know, um, Ghost Adventures and Taps when I was younger, when it first came on. And it was like, wow, you know, watching it grow um, like I did on the Travel Channel. And it, it's been really interesting. I think the technology has definitely stepped it up. And I think it's, I think there's more to come with this. Definitely more.
1: I agree with that 100%. hundred What is some of your uh, favorite equipment to use while out there besides your, you know, your ability to communicate with them? Do you use other equipment? Or, Candy, what's some of your favorite equipment to use out in the field?
2: I, I don't do. really have a... Go ahead, Mandy. Go ahead, Candy. Candy's I'm not really just, I don't the... Want, yeah, I don't really use much of the equipment. I kind of listen to what they're feeling from
0: it. Um,
2: so that would be a, more of a question for Mandy.
0: Candy helps us, you know, with uh, debunking things or just setting up maybe cameras and making sure everything's working good. But um, far as to go with our equipment, we do have um, an interesting thing that we use. It's, um, it's an app, it's like an infrared app. And we use water, which we know water is a kinetic energy source and we use light. So this, this is a very interesting technique and I love it. We've probably had this for probably about three years and um, we just call it our the mist spray. And we get a lot of interesting pictures and we set up a bright light and we have a mist spray with water. It's just water and light and of course the infrared app. And what it does, it records as someone is spraying and you just ask the spirit, come over to the light, you know, can you come and take a picture, come into the light with us and take a picture. And it's the best time to use it is when you're having a lot of stuff going on in an area. But basically it will record and then you go back through it real slowly and it catches images. It's really neat. We have captured a lot of faces, full body apparitions in this, in the mist spray. But I do know, I, I like to be very careful with it because there isn't such thing as pareidolia So we all know we're meant to see faces and shapes. So me and my sister Chastity kind of argue over it all the time because she'll see something that I'm like, no, no, that's, that's just, you're just seeing that, you know. But when we come across something that is like, wow, look at that face, look at that, you know, look at that body, you can see it, you know. So you, you really have to be really careful. But it, that is probably one of my favorite ones that we use but other than that we just use your typical k2 your rim pods your geophone uh spirit rods um i have an sls camera and we even like to use the old-fashioned flashlight i love using the flashlight and recorders uh,
1: yeah absolutely flashlight and recorder is just it, that's mainstay for sure you know you, mm-hmm. if Just to go out and do that stuff, is that means you're investigating. You can go out there with just a flashlight and a recorder, and now you're investigating, which is great, you know? So one of the things I ask every paranormal team that comes on here or person is is there's no wrong answers to this question. I'd like each of you to answer it. It's sort of a theory question, right? So we know that there's entities out there. Where did they come from to be there? Why are they there? and what are they it's
0: a good question um i believe that um there could be spirits that are trapped energy like residual energy could be you know stuck in an area especially if you had a, a lot of um tragedy that happened in an area like it's some, you know some homicide or just loss, sorrow anything it could be trapped there or i believe in portals and dimensions definitely believe in stuff like that that's my take on it i don't believe that you know a lot of these places we go to a lot of people might think oh there's something there's something evil demonic but us girls have found out it's not always the case because i'm a firm believer how you are in life is how you are in spirit. so if you're a mean person and you're going to be a mean person in spirit. If you're an evil person, I believe you're going to be a very evil person in spirit too. I,
1: I I have to concur with that. You know, a lot of people they say that there's a lot of dark out there, and maybe it's not so much dark. I believe that you do take some of your character traits with you to the other side when you go. So if you are miserable in your life, you're going to be a miserable spirit. You know what people? What one of the things that I personally think is that everybody has a soul and it's made of energy so energy transfers it's never you can't delete or get rid of energy it's always there it just transfers into you know metaphysical as opposed to well it was metaphysical inside of you but it's just from your shell into a metaphysical form and travels around but go ahead candy your turn
2: i i I don't really have an answer to that because i'm not so sure that that I believe in all that. So I really don't have an answer for that question.
1: (laughs) Okay. Okay. So let's, let's ask you something about the skepticism. You know, what exactly makes you a skeptic? What is your belief or what do you, or maybe a non-belief in what it is that you're looking at when you maybe see some evidence or encountering certain things, kind of take us through your process on what's going on through your brain when, you know, you're trying to even debunk the, the ladies or, whatever the case may be when you see something and you're like, okay, well that could have been this. So give us your process on how that works. So,
2: so that's like, back to the incident we talked about earlier. Um, The only time that I've experienced anything that would probably be the closest I came to being like, okay, maybe something. But other than that, I really have not had any, any experience to say that, yeah, this could be something. So, I mean, that and just the uneasy, uneven feeling at the shrine, that is that is the extent for me.
1: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, no, it's, like I said, it's always good to have a skeptic too because sometimes even myself, like I found myself getting so wrapped up into an investigation that my emotions kind of take over because I want it to be there, you know, and it's always great to have somebody to pull you back from that brink because it happens to everybody. Everybody, you know, we're all creatures of habit and emotion, so it's just... You know, it's, it's difficult for um, sometimes for people who are seeing it a lot and always looking at it and talking about it to not think that it could be something, you know, otherworldly, let's say, you know.
0: Well, you know, what? So, Rob, though,
1: oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was yeah. cutting you off. Go ahead.
0: Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. <laughs>
1: no, that was my <laughs> fault. Go ahead.
0: Being a skeptic, there is another um, tool that we do when we're investigating. We do the Estes method and we use, um, one of, two of my favorite things, um, as spirit box wise, the ink box made by Katie Stafford and the intercom box made by Ch- uh, Jay Prather. So, and we all, that's a direct link too. So we use, it uses your energy to connect the spirit too. So, you know, if you've ever seen the Estes method done, you get the, you know, the, your uh phones on and then you connect it to the device the spirit box and the spirit channels through you so it's funny because with candy being a, a skeptic you know i've had her do the as this method and you know she she hears the spirits talking to her through it but i don't know candy do you do you believe what you're hearing what do you think uh, i mean i hear little things but i honestly i don't think it's
2: a spirit i mean that's that's not what it is to me i feel like it's I don't know, like a static radio station or something is what it feels like to me.
1: You know, one of the things that uh, that you could use just to, off the top of my head is I had a gentleman on my first episode on uh, I had uh, two people. It's actually they it's by the name of Lourdes Gonzalez and uh, Ron Yacovati. And they use an, an older style of, um, of basically a spirit box, but it's not a spirit box in the sense that it sweeps through channels. It literally has static. And what they do is they find the pitch changes in static that come. that it is what it is of course you know she'll have to uh, uh, basically analyze it for herself and figure out exactly oh did we lose everybody on that
0: one it it's okay i think what happened we lost her yeah gotcha it's so crazy it's crazy when we do these podcasts it's like i think they're just so it might be coming from my end because i know my house is full of energy a lot of spirits
1: that's okay. George yeah, Shoplin says, the, uh, best show on Facebook. Just saying hi. Love you, George. How are you? <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry.
0: Oh, it's just yeah, no, you I, and
1: I. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. You know, it's it, it has been quite chaotic since we've been on. and It's only been 42 minutes. Usually we yeah. wait until like the hour mark, and then we start, you know, having some of those difficulties sometimes. I'm actually in the process of upgrading my internet, too, so I don't have these issues anymore. I spent a lot of money to redo the studio. Well, not really my studio. It's my kitchen table. But, you know, get the right equipment for the studio. So next is actually the internet, too. And guys out there, keep an eye out for the website. The website will be dropping in the next month or so. And it's going to be epic. When I tell you epic, we're going to get into more details later on. But, you know, so, Mandy, you know, with the questioning, I'm asking you a lot of questions. Tell us some of the stories that stick out to you that, you know, that you've had that were either funny or something that really like intrigued you while you were out there. Tell us some of those stories that, that, that really resonate with you from being out there.
0: There's, oh gosh, there's so many.
1: <laughs> Tell us I, all of them. Let's go. We got, we, <laughs> we got an hour and 20 minutes, girl. You got plenty of time to say all. We
0: got a lot of stories, but I've got one that recently happened. Uh, Candy wasn't on. Um, she didn't. She wasn't with us on this investigation. This would have been probably about a month ago. Um, it was Chastity, me, uh, Jenny, and Bobby Joe. We went to the uh, funeral home up in Cincinnati, and or down in Cincinnati. And this this funeral home has a lot of dark history to it, and. I had done isolations in the basement before, and I was kind of scared, but I I knew there was something probably dark down there because like I said, it's a dark, dark place, dark history, but I managed to pull through and didn't have no problems. But on this particular night, when us girls went there together, we were the only ones there. It was a lot of fun, a lot of fun stuff happened, but yet a lot of scary stuff happened, so Basically, at towards um, the end of the night, us girls were down in the basement, and I had a 4K camera set up on us. And, you know, we had the ink box, the geophone, the K2. I had my haunted doll down there with us, um, the recorder running. Well, we're standing there asking questions, and we're getting a lot of stuff coming through um, the devices. And all of a sudden, someone decides they're going to tug on my <laughs> on my hoodie. And my reaction, I I mean, I scared the crap out of everybody because it really startled me. And that was funny, but it was, it was crazy and funny at the same time. But later on that night, we left the camera running and the whole night got really intense. Everybody started hearing voices. We were hearing disembodied voices. We were hearing banging. We, we had, a, it was a crazy night. The whole night was just crazy. And I think it was because, you know, us being a group of women, the, um, the dark spirit that is in that place does not like women, period. And I don't think he, he liked us being there. So he kind of messed with us. Well, when we were done with the investigation, Jenny and I decided we were going to go downstairs and grab my recorder and grab the 4K and the doll and the K2. So I go down the stairs first. Jenny's behind me. We probably made it halfway down the stairs and we heard this loud there was like loud banging and like something charging at us I, I mean i I can't explain it you had to so horrifying that I froze I literally froze for probably two seconds and then I just darted up the stairs I about run, run Jenny over and when we got <laughs> up the stairs, <laughs> Jenny ran the opposite way than me and I ran towards my two sisters. Well, Jenny, when I, I remember looking at her, her eyes were really watered, but I didn't see anything on her face. You know, she was just really startled, like, like Mandy, what was that? And you scared the crap out of me. Well, we were trying to figure out what, you know, what the hell was that? It, it was so terrifying what had happened. Well, later on, um, the next day I was talking to Jenny and she told me that she had uh, when she woke up, she had this big scratch on her face going down the side of her face. So we believe that something she was attacked. <laughs> I mean, it, it wasn't like your typ- typical scratch. It was like from inside out. You could tell that it was like an inside out mark. It wasn't just a typical scratch. So I think it went after her. It, whatever it was, it was charging after us. And after I went back and played this on my, uh, listened to it with my headphones, um, it, you could hear on that recorder, and I posted it on Facebook, on Ghost Sisters Facebook. You can hear this recording if you want to go check it out. Um, you hear this man. As we're going down the stairs, you hear this thing that's like charging. On, it sounds like something on four legs. Like, Like, I can't even explain. It sounded like it was on four legs and then it went up on two, and it was like going up the stairs as it was banging, making loud banging noises. You hear all that on the recorder, but then you also hear this man with this really deep voice. He goes, my house! But it was in a real deep, um, raspy voice. And then in the background, you hear this other man, and he's all happy-go. He's like, hey, ladies. So... It was so terrifying <laughs> I, I we, we think that that could have been the only time that we probably came across something that could be possibly I, I mean I don't use this word often but probably demonic
1: yeah no, that um, sounds wild that sounds like a crazy story too oh
0: that's yes. a rough if one you, the history of the the funeral home itself speaks words because the guy that actually used to be um, like the I don't know the mortician and whatever he was but he he was doing some pretty bad things to the bodies if you know what I mean so he, he was a bad person from the get-go and he didn't like women wow. so we believe he's still there but I, I think he's I think he's kind of like I said on the demonic side on the evil side there's something something there dark. And that right. voice that we heard—that was him in the beginning.
1: That's crazy. That's crazy. No, it was. Now let me ask you this question: Do you think
0: night.
1: what makes you think that because you're women that these—and and it's proven, I'm sure, from what you're saying—is the entities actually have this this sort of like that you you get more action out of these entities than most people do? Why do you think that is? What makes you think that that the woman's side of you or the group of women that basically stirs them up a little bit.
0: Hormones. <laughs> and we're sensitive women, you know, you get all these women together and you got, you know, it's just like our energy. We're very, uh, we're very hyper and the energy starts to rise and we're always laughing and goofing off and just we take it seriously. But, with all that energy and everything combined into a place like that, it's like the the spirits just, they're just attracted to it, you know? So it's just like a feeding frenzy for them. All this energy that's around.
1: What if it has to do with like a historical angle, right? What if, because these entities are from a different generation, they Mm -hmm. feel that, you know, and this is not right by any means, but, you know, of course, from the 20s on up, women were gaining more and more of their rights and independence. You know, some of these older entities don't see it that way. They kind of see it the opposite way of the subservience or, you know, that they ha- they can affect you more in that way. You know, that that's a possibility that comes to the top of my mind too, you know, and I'm not saying it's a good thing, but, you know, it's definitely for the older spirits, that would might be something as well.
0: And, you know, they might be we might be now this is another way to look at it they might be looking at us like we look at them you know what very, i mean
1: very true very so true so
0: in that case it could be i mean it could be multiple different ways here to look at it because they they could be like what are, who are these people what are they doing in, you know here or i mean there's so many different ways to look at it Why, you know, why women get a lot of interaction, why men do, um, there's just so many different ways. And especially with something that probably, if you're dealing with something that was, uh, never human, Mm -hmm. you know, it's really going to be curious. So, and I do believe we probably do come across more things like that than what we actually know, you know, maybe they're just intriguing, just watching and waiting for that time to strike <laughs> which is probably what happened at the funeral home I think right this thing was just waiting to to just strike at us when we were not expecting and we, we weren't expecting we were you know going downstairs to get our equipment and just out of the blue that happened
1: that's wild to think about that too now what, yeah, is there any way that, like, let's say you're having a really off night, you're not getting any kind of interaction from the entities, do you guys do anything to try and, and boost that or to try and, you know, bring them out? And if so, what is
0: it? Well, we don't, uh, if we're not, it's, you know what, I can honestly say that there hasn't been a night that's been quiet since I've been doing this. There has been nights that have been more active than others. There's always something we always get a little bit of something we can always walk away with that, but we don't provoke. We don't need to provoke cause we have all, it's like, like I said, like they're drawn to us or something It's the weirdest thing. Um, I think they are attracted to different light people. They look at someone, maybe, maybe they can sense, see the energy off of someone, you know, what they're putting out there and Again, we don't provoke, but we do, we, we kind of just will try anything. Like the isolations, that, that's another, that's a good way to get more interaction with spirit, I think. So if you're having a quiet night, I believe putting someone down alone in a place, a darker place, creepier place. And I really think you're going to get more interaction that way.
1: I think so, too. I think that's a great plan for that as well. So let's go back to some of the stories. Tell us some more stories of what you've seen while you're out there.
0: Okay, I'll just say. Let's see here. Let me think of this one here. So my daughter and I, we went on an investigation with a couple other teens to um, Brushy Mountain. Now my daughter, she's very gifted. She actually can see them. Like like if she was around you, she'd probably see a spirit around you. And. She can hear them, they talk to her. She does not like it. I will tell you that right now. She doesn't want anything to do with it. <laughs> but
1: of course, yeah,
0: it's there. So, you know, she kind of gets into the you know the whole ghost hunting sometimes with me. And this particular time last year in the summer, she, she wanted to go with me. So I'm like, okay, we're going to this huge prison. And I'm warning you, there's going to be a lot of spirits around. So, you know, we go and we had the craziest experience her and i was heading up the stairs and we were alone everyone else was on a in like a different area far away from us we had walkie-talkies everybody had walkie talkies to keep in contact because you know Brushy mountain is a huge place so we're over in an area where the visitation was we're heading up them stairs and it's also another area um I don't want to say what this area is. We'll just say this is uh, an area where they kept the men that did bad things to kids. I'll just leave it at that. Gotcha. We were going up the stairs and we get to the very top. Now it's pitch black and I'm already, I've been feeling spirit, hearing them. We've been having all kinds of stuff going on, just my daughter and I being out there. And we get to the top of these stairs and all of a sudden my daughter freezes in fear and i looked at her i swear to you her mouth was wide open and it i mean she looked like she was frozen in terror she seen this the spirit he was angry he was i heard a bunch of noise going on but i and she was like mom i don't want to go i don't want to go i said oh we're going up here i don't care we're going up here so when we got up there and she seen the spirit she froze and I said, Oh my gosh, I'm like, you see something, don't you? And she's like, mom, I can't move. I can't move. I ain't, I'm not going up them stairs. And all of a sudden we heard this God awful moan, this spirit or whatever it was, let out this like a scary moan. He was like, you heard it like, ah, real deep like that. And we were, <laughs> we were frozen in terror because you know. Me being a medium and my daughter being gifted, we knew something did not want us there. So we get on the radio and we're calling for backup. You know, we're like, hey, we're we're stuck on the top of these stairs. We cannot get up here. So we had two other guys that immediately come to our rescue and we told them what was going on. And next thing you know, we're all charging, looking for this spirit that was, you know, trying to scare us. And... So my daughter got a little freaked out. She ended up leaving with a couple other people and there was three of us that stayed up there. Well, the whole time we're up there, we're hearing these whistling noises. So we were getting whistling, which made sense. Um, some of the guards might've whistled back then, you know, even the inmates would whistle to warn others that a guard's coming. And when we were up there, Me and this other guy decided to kind of walk around and and see if we could sense something and they had the ink box going and this spirit kept talking through it and I can hear him as I'm walking around the place. And he's, he's sitting there yelling at me. He did not want me there. He was calling me the B word. He's saying, tell her to get back here. Tell that B to get back here now. I'm like, Oh my God, And he was like saying, he's going to kill me, just all kinds of stuff coming through that ink box. It was really freaky, but we continued to go on. And I noticed the further I was getting, I started to like, feel like, I I think there was an entity that like made me feel how it felt when it was alive because we got into an area where um, it was kind of like the um, medical part of it where they would have, the doctor would have seen the inmates And instantly I started getting pain in my whole arm. I mean, it was crazy. We started like, I even think we were hearing like rattling noises and we even got lost. And the guy that we left, he came looking for us because he was worried because this entity would not stop screaming at us through the ink box. It it was just the real scary. It was the whole thing was just scary. Um, There was a dark shadow captured. I mean it it was it was good. If you ever get a chance to go to Brushy Mountain in Tennessee prison, go there. I highly recommend it. It is a very, very active location. Very. It will
2: not
1: disappoint you. (laughs) So you know, now here's again comes down to your skills of being a corrections officer. You knew some of those triggers. of what these possible you know these entities that were inmates were actually doing so it actually made you more prevalent in this situation to be able to wash your back one and two to be able to decipher what the what the meanings were behind what they were actually saying so that that's a really cool thing too you know Mm -hmm. and also you know with the law enforcement background as well you're protecting your others as opposed to yourself so you have that aya too I don't know mm-hmm. if you know who Ernie Atwell is he is also a police officer for uh yeah uh, yes. Ernie is great I mean I, and it's funny because I keep running into people who are are either law enforcement of some type or military that are doing paranormal investigations and I think that that's an amazing thing like you see how those skills transcend between both occupations in that sense and I think that that's really cool to commend and to actually put out there and and look at that, you know.
0: Well, Rob, I actually wore my utility belt when we went there to get interaction with them, and I had a nightstick with me, so I I didn't want to like come off like too strong of a presence for them. And I remember when I when I talk to them when I'm in locations like courthouses or a jail or you know prisons, I like to introduce myself as an officer. You know, I say hi, um, just here to introduce myself and talk to you. My name is Mandy. I'm, I work in so-and-so, I'm a corrections officer, and I'll say, Mrs. Cummings, or, you know, just talk to them, and I'll start going on about what they did, what happened to them. Um, we've even done, like, like commissary, you know, their, what they had on their commissary, just anything. There's so much stuff you can you can do, because you know, being inside, working inside that facility at a jail, I know some things that I can say that can really take off a spirit but i i don't want to do that you know but i can also use other ways to communicate with them and and it it's really neat how it works i've gotten a lot of interaction with spirit at places like that
1: that's pretty cool now do you guys do any residential as well as commercial like these big commercial places do you guys do residential too
0: yes um actually yes i've actually even um investigated some of the officers um homes that i work with and yeah <laughs> it turned out to be really really um really spooky but you know that you know a lot of these places that we go to residential homes oh if i don't know them um personally you know we will go in We'll, what we'll do is if we're going to take a case on most of the time, unless I know them, like I said, unless I work with them and know them. Um, if we don't know them and what we'll do, we'll like to go do what we call a sweep. I like to um, kind of talk to the person on the phone and then go over to their place, take a couple devices and just see what's going on. I'll walk through and see what I get, you know, and what I'm feeling. And then I'll talk it over with the girls and say, you know, we got this going on. I think we should take the case or, or whatever, you know. And then we'll usually talk to the family, we'll interview the, the family, and and then we'll, we'll take it from there. And sometimes we'll have the place to ourselves, or maybe we'll have them stay there because if we don't get the interaction that we need, and a lot of times in these cases, again, a lot of people, they believe they have some demonic presence, you know, because they'll, they'll get.
1: Well, wow, it looks like we're having a, the, uh, the spirits are, are definitely tangling with the bandwidth at the moment. What's going on, Ernie? How are you? While Mandy is is, uh, frozen, maybe going and coming back, if you guys have any questions, please put them in the comments and I'll do my due diligence to make sure that Mandy answers them Um, or, you know, let her answer them. So if you have any questions now, you know, one of the things like we were just talking about and Ernie, I brought your name up. So it's kind of crazy that you just popped in right now was also, you know, how the law enforcement aspect of what Mandy, there you are. There you are. Go ahead. Keep going. Sorry. you froze, but go ahead. (laughs) I had Ernie pop in and say hello. We just talked about him and he popped up real quick. I was like, wow. No such thing as coincidence. No such thing. No such thing.
0: That's right. But, you know, there's a lot of people think that there's something evil in their home. They get a scratch or, you know, they just something being thrown or, you know, things like that. So, you know, we only want to take on the serious, more serious case, not someone's hearing maybe footsteps or maybe heard a voice, nothing like that. We want the more serious case where the family's actually scared to actually be in the home. You know, they're terrified to be there. They're worried about their, their kids or, you know, what's happening. So, you know, so we basically go in and we see what, and hear what we get. And most of the time, you know, Rob, most of the time, it's just a mean old man who was who mean in life and he's mean in spirit. He's angry that they, they might have done some remodeling or they just don't want them in their home. And that's what it's basically come down to. I, I mean, probably 90% of the time that we've done these uh, residential homes, that's what it basically has came down to. I haven't come across, um, I wouldn't say nothing demonic in a residential home. Not yet, and I do too.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I, I hope you don't. I mean, those are really tough situations, I'm sure. We have a question here. It says she, she said she was going on to be on the show, Paranormal Caught on Camera, but don't know when it, or if it's happened
0: already. Oh, yeah. Okay, so we've already signed a contract. We're just waiting on them to get a hold of us and, and Skype us and go from there. Yes.
1: You guys are you doing an episode or is that, it. is that you guys are doing an episode or are you doing a couple of episodes?
0: Well, let's see here. What happened was they contacted, uh, I had sent him one of our videos a while back and I didn't hear from him for the longest time. And I was like, okay, well, next thing I know, four months later, I'm hearing back from one of the guys, the producers. And. He asked me if I had any more videos and I sent him more videos and it's funny because he actually, we, Chastity and I's first investigation in 2016 at the Mansfield prison, we captured, we captured some amazing stuff. I mean, before we even began to investigate, um, we were down in solitary and I had a GoPro on and we're just kind of walking through the cells and, and I'm introducing myself. I'm an officer, blah, 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 and talking. And I kept hearing this man coming through the spirit box. He's like, hi, hi. You know, I'm like, Cassidy, I'm hearing this, I'm new to investigating, so I'm getting really excited. So I'm like, I keep hearing this man. He's coming through here. You hearing, and you know, we're just, we just kept on going. Well, later on after, um, reviewing the GoPro right in the very beginning of that, just walking through the lights on, we captured some amazing evidence. We captured the guard, Frank, that was killed down in the solitary area where we were. And how it was weird because at the end of the hallway, there's this wall. And then to your right, there's another wall. And then you'd have to go left to go out of the solitary area. So on the video, you see this man. He's all in black. Looks like he's in kind of like a dark uniform. And the way he is walking, Rob, it is straight up guard walk all the way. He's swinging his arms and he's looking as he's walking by. And then he turns his head and he looks again. And it it was the weirdest thing. And I lost Rob. (laughs) Oh man, what a crazy night. Rob, (laughs) I don't even know if I'm still alive, you guys. I'm going
1: to wait for Rob to come back. <laughs> wow. My internet not only dropped out, but I couldn't even connect to it.
0: <laughs>
1: my my router was not even showing up on my, like, list of available connections. Wow, this thing I've seen yet tonight. I literally got up, walked over to the router, and came back in time for it to come back on. I was like, okay, great. <laughs> This is wild, but go ahead. I'm this, sorry, I probably interrupted. It has
0: been wild. <laughs> but no, anyway, um, we knew right away it was a guard. I, I did because when the way he was walking, it was like, oh my gosh. And it did not look like like a person. He 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 looked like he had dark hair and he looked like he was in a dark uniform. And just the way he walked, moving his arms just side to side with that stride and turning his head. Just like just like I would if I was at work looking in the cells, you know, and then in the middle of the aisle, there was a black shadow figure, and you could see the outlining of him, and you see his shoes and everything standing in the hallway. It was amazing. So our first investigation, and we captured all this. So when uh, the producers for um, Caught on Camera. You know, they seen that video, they loved it. They loved the background story on the corrections and we're out of prison and they absolutely loved it. So they, and I also had sent in another video, um, that we did at a hotel and actually ended up capturing possibly an apparition. It actually looks like a headless apparition that walks by and you just see it plain as day. We tried to debunk this over and over and over. We could not debunk this. So, we kind of left it up in the air for our viewers when we posted it. Hey, you guys, what do you think this is? Um, you know, and everyone was like, oh, wow, there's definitely something there walking. And, and again, it, it just looks like a torso walking right by. No head. Just that's a full wild. body with no head. So, you know, the producers for Paranormal Con Camera, they were very intrigued with this the evidence we had captured. So, that's how all that started. And... They, you know, they asked if we'd be interested and I was like, sure, you know. Absolutely.
1: That's, that's an amazing, congratulations. That's a great thing. I mean, that's going to be awesome too.
0: You guys have have, amazing EVPs too that I have sent to them. That's
1: awesome. You guys have quite a following on your Facebook page. So tell us how that grew and how long that took, you know, what made you guys decide to do that and start posting some of your evidence?
0: Well, it has to do with a lot of, um, you know, interaction with with the um, the people watching you. You know, I can invite all the people from my personal page over, but it doesn't mean everyone's going to like what we're doing here. Um, but if they're intrigued into this kind of thing, they're going to like our page and follow us. Um, it's it's just a lot of um, posting and getting out there, doing investigations, and and just meeting different people. I, I think being friends with a lot of paranormal people, they see us, they send us friend requests or, and, and I send them over to ghost sisters. So I'm constantly advertising constantly. I mean, I have been doing lots of advertising since this whole thing has started.
1: Now, I understand I that a hundred percent too.
0: It's very, very, um, a lot of work. It lot definitely
1: work is. I concur on that. I've been doing it for, uh, the new network that I have plus the show and, you know, and I applaud what what you've done over there. It's just amazing. You've got a lot of people. It's really great stuff too. If you guys are not going, if you haven't gone over and liked and followed the ghost sisters, please do it. I mean, it is worth your time for that two second click. They do incredible work. And, you know, I, I, usually we wait till the end to do that, but you know, I wanted to get into that because you do post a lot of stuff there and you do work very hard at it. And I think that, you know, people who do that work should be commended. It's a really difficult thing to stay on top of because people don't realize, even with a regular job, having to do all that work to maintain, you know, just a presence between all the different teams that are out there now and all the different groups, it's very difficult to make a presence. So if you like somebody's work, I suggest that you at least support them in effect the of watching what they do and at least clicking to like their, you know, their pages when they come up. And, you know, maybe... Uh, One thing I tell people, too, is that if you like what they do, you can always firm request them and see if, you know, you can talk to them about it. One of the things that we have to get back to, especially right now at this time, you know, is talking to each other on a level that's not political. Uh, We have so many other things that we could talk about. So, you know, I also do a political show, but that's a day in itself. You know, let's start talking about the things that matter to us. And hopefully the rest of the country will get on board and start, you know, getting away from that 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 animosity towards each other when you find common ground with people you know exploit it talk to people it's it's really it, it makes you feel better about waking up every day when you can talk to people about different things and i just wanted to commend you for the work you do over there i think it's incredible it's incredible
0: well and you know i to get that many followers and, and likes i i believe also you got to be passionate in this field it, if it's a hobby you know that's fine but for us, it's, it's, it's a passion. I, and especially me, I'm really passionate. Like if I can investigate every day, all day, I I would, and the girls, I probably drive them crazy because I'm constantly booking something or constantly, you know, it's paranormal, paranormal, but I can't, it's just my passion. I absolutely love it. So it, it takes a lot of work and to be able to collect evidence and try to prove the paranormal because honestly, I mean, yes, we have captured a lot of great things but you know someone else might look at something that I might think is a, um, a picture of a spirit or maybe even a video of an apparition and they might say no that's something else but and that's okay because like I said we like to leave it in the air we don't want to post and say oh look at this apparition or it's, it's what do you see what do you think you know and I, think I, a lot of I people agree like with that. that and and we just we do a lot of updates we go live we we interact with our people, and it's so awesome because, Rob, when we go live, we have all these different people that have that are gifted, and they're tuning in. So they're constantly like, oh, so-and-so's over there. I, I'm getting this name. Um, and, you know, and, and some paranormal groups might not like that, but we we love it because I, I think it, it's just something different, and it gives them the opportunity to, to feel like they're with us, you know?
1: Absolutely. Love I, I love that up. stuff. I love when people interact because sometimes they say things that maybe weren't, you know, up, they weren't in your brain to even begin with, but then they tell you, and then all of a sudden something clicks and you're like, yes, yes. It's this process of being able to forever learn, you know, and always being open to people and communication. And I think that that's, you know, a big thing. And to talk about passion, I completely relate to that because I used to work overnights in a warehouse, breaking my back every night, you know, for 12 to 15 hours a night. And then, you know, of course, we all got sent home and stayed home. So what happened was is I took my passion and now it's at the point where I've already told myself that I'm not going back to that nine to five or that 11 to eight in the morning. And this is what I'm going to do because it's passion. This show, uh, paranormal. Yes but mainly broadcasting media, investigating yeah. situations and like looking at uh, the, the whole spectrum of things and doing research. I found it. So I'm putting all of my efforts and work into that so I can relate to that. If I I do this all the time. And yes, it is in the long run. It's financially affecting me. But I feel that eventually it'll pay for itself in spades once everything happens. And I feel like I this see. is the path that I need to be on. You know, so I can relate to that, that, that passion for something and not letting go of it and just riding it out until the end. And I, I commend you for that too. I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome.
0: It's expensive and it, it takes a lot of, a lot of time from your family at times. But, um, you know, there's times my husband will go with us and my husband's a lieutenant. So this is great. It's like, yes, you know, <laughs> we get out there together and it's awesome because he's kind of skeptical even though he hears things around our house and has seen things in our house and he's still skeptical. But again, even though being in this field, um, it does take away time from your family and friends at times. But then again, I have my sisters and I can take my husband. I can say, Hey, you're coming with us. We need your help, you know, extra person. And and he'll come and my daughter, she'll go not all the time, but she will. So, I mean, I still get to be with my family. You know, if
1: if I need them to go. go. That's one of the greatest things about having, you know, your sisters and your group too, is you've literally taken the incorporation of the family and the job. Like your life is all wrapped into it on all the different levels. So it's like, not just your passion, it's layered. You know what I mean? Like you have your family there, you guys use it to bond and spend time together when maybe you wouldn't normally able to do that. So you have a lot of, a lot of positives from this too, which is, you know, it's, it's that, that's amazing. That's amazing that you have that ability to do that. And that's awesome. That's awesome. It truly is.
0: It is. I love it. I absolutely love it. And my sister's shocked. She's like, I didn't think you'd ever take it this far. I said, well, what'd you think I started this far?
1: Right, (laughs) right.
0: (laughs) She had no intentions on ever planned on going this far. She just, and it's funny because um, she kind of brings the comic relief to the team where she's she's really goofy all the time and and it's funny because people love her being that way and and i i'm more on the serious but yeah i like to have fun but i don't want to seem like i'm not being serious you know as to where she's all the time being funny
1: <laughs> right right i like to think i'm the smart ass of the group but try and keeps that humor too but sometimes yeah. it has to get serious but you know in, in certain situations it works a question I have for you is, you know, you talked about your husband and the fact you have the three dolls in the house, and paranormal activity in the house. How is he dealing with all of that? I mean, how tell us? Have you have any you have any stories about how you know things have come up because of that? I mean, it could be oh, very yes. difficult for somebody, especially who's a skeptic, to well. <laughs> really you know delve into that at such a at such a level. Well,
0: it's funny you mentioned the dolls because my husband's like them are some creepy dolls. <laughs> so actually, when I first got my doll, I, I had ordered this doll from line from a lady who, who sells all these haunted dolls. And I was really intrigued with the one doll that she had. So I'm like, I'm going to buy this doll. You know, dolls are good to take. They're a good trigger object. I mean, children love them. I've had so many interactions with spirit, you know, spirit messing with the dolls going near it. it. It's, it's just like a boo doll. You know, you have your boo bear. I got my, my haunted doll. <laughs> They're trigger objects. So when I first got this doll and her name is Marcette, and the story behind her is she has the soul that is trapped in her. The lady was 42 years old, had a brain aneurysm, and she loved dolls, and she actually passed away with this doll in her hand. From she was from like another country, not not around the states here, but another country. So, I mean, it's very intriguing to hear about the um, the vessel that was trapped in this doll when I got her. So the first day I get her, I'm all excited. I'm like, I'm going to go live, and I did. So I I, I set the doll up, put a K two around her, the geophone, and Instantly go live and I had, I also had the intercom box going and I'm, I'm getting, you know, my devices are going off. There's voices, a woman's voice comes through. Um, one of the things that I also learned about the doll was the soul that's trapped with her was a very sad soul, you know, very sad soul. So I thought I heard through the, um, intercom box, I heard this, like sounded like a woman, like almost like a very sad voice came through. So I was like, Oh gosh, you know, I, I, I I could feel the presence of this spirit. (laughs) So after that, after I did the live feed, everybody loved it, blah, blah, blah. A week goes by the dolls in my house now for a week. I have this huge canvas picture in my hallway of my wedding picture and I noticed I'm walking down the hall and all of a sudden I noticed the uh, canvas picture was flipped upside down and I'm like, what the hell? Who did this? And I asked my husband, I said, did you? And I kind of felt silly asking him because why would he do this? I said, did you mess with the canvas picture and the whole weights upside down? He's like, maybe why would I, why would I do that? I'm like, well, it's been turned upside down. Somebody's messing with it. Well, I mentioned it to my 17 year old daughter and she, she got a little upset. She's like, really, mom, like I could care less about that picture. (laughs) So I flipped the picture back to, you know, how it should be. And then like a day or two later, same thing happens. And I was like, oh my gosh, I knew right away. I knew it was Marsette. I knew she had been messing with that picture. For some reason she kept turning the canvas picture upside down. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And then other stuff was happening. And I'm like, okay. So I put her with two other dolls, two other porcelain dolls that are really old. And it seemed like once I put her with them dolls, she like calmed down. Um, she stopped messing with the picture. Uh, I, I, things weren't being moved. It was just like a calmness with her. But it, it was really weird. And I also want to say that I don't know we we've seen a lady in the house. I don't know if it's her, the spirit that's attached to that doll. I don't know because she she never talked to me. she never talked to me. I just seen her. She was all in white. She had long hair, and I seen her, and it, it was really scary. It, it was freaky because it kind of caught me off guard. And my husband's seen her more than once. Wow! And he's like Mandy. He's like. Because I told him, I said, "Look, I seen a woman in the house. I seen it." And he goes, "What?" He goes, "It's funny you say that. I seen her twice." And he described it, and I was like, "Oh my god!"
1: Wow. <laughs> He's mm-hmm. like, "You're
0: bringing all these spirits here." He's like, "You're bringing all this stuff here." And I'm that's like, crazy. I can't. I can't help it. That's, that's it. What's me. it?
1: What, what's attached to the other two dolls that made her calm down?
0: Um. I think it's, um, they're older spirits. Um, the two porcelain dolls belong to, um, like a great, great, great grandmother. So they're still with them dolls. I have done live feeds and like separated the dolls and put K twos and geophones in the REM pod on them. And I've gotten in a reaction. Um, but there's also children's spirits here. There might even be um, a child spirit attached to, to one of the other dolls. It's hard for me to say because there's so many spirits that come through um, on my devices, on my intercom box. I mean, the the K2s will just go crazy when I put them up on the dolls. It's hard to say, and I I feel like there's children. I know there's children in my house, but I I feel like the children are just drawn to the dolls. But I I, I believe that Marsette, she loved dolls in life, and putting her with other dolls just kind of made her happy.
1: That's awesome. Do you think more than one spirit can attach itself to a doll?
0: Oh, God, it, I think it is. I don't know. Awesome. I've never
1: heard of it, but I'm thinking like, maybe,
0: I mean, maybe it's really hard to say. I mean, what if two people in life owned this object, you know? And they loved it. What if you had a mother and child that loved this doll, you know? how do do you know i mean you don't know so i mean they could be still be attached to to the item you know
1: right right and i thought once you put her with the other two dolls the old ladies were sitting around playing bridge or (laughs) pinochle or something and they started to start they started to just hang out and be like all right this is better than turning that picture around i'll tell you that you know
0: (laughs) well i'm gonna tell you though i it's funny because i'll take each of them I don't always take all three of the dolls together on investigations, but every now and then I'll I'll choose one of the dolls to go with me.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. So let me ask you this too. There's a lot of people who are just starting to do investigations and now you've been doing it for four years. What's some of the advice that you could give to those new people starting out?
0: Do not assume everything is paranormal. Um, don't jump to conclusions, especially, I, I remember when I first started, um, on the cameras, I remember I'd see all these, and my sister and me, we still argue over this too. It's funny. People think that dust is orbs. And what I've learned, I used to be one of those people in the beginning, cause I didn't, I, I didn't really know. I would see all these things shooting across the camera and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is this? You know? And I honestly thought, could it, could it be orbs? But I learned later on, it, you know, most likely it is dust, you know. So I, I would tell them to be careful because the 4K cameras, the night vision on there, the infrared camera, it can make dust actually look like an orb. It can make it, especially if the dust goes right in front of it, it can light it up and make it look like, like a bright anomaly, you know. And mm-hmm. I've learned that that's not always always an orb. Most likely it's dust. Just be very careful what you um, assume is spirits. Always try to debunk and be be careful on the devices that you choose. And research your devices that you I think that's because, a great advice. You know, K2s, be very careful with the K2. I've learned in this that phones can cause the K2 to set off easily. And that's something I had to learn on my own. I didn't know this in the beginning. And so, I, I, I mean, there's just so much. Just, just be careful. Just know your devices. Know what sets off the device. Try to always debunk. Don't always assume it's paranormal.
1: Right. Now, when you said that, too, there's a lot of apps that are around that kind of work as, you know, communicators to the other side. What is your thoughts on those apps that they're all coming out with that are? I think they're usually on a phone too. So if you're saying that the phone is going to, you know, essentially mess too, I think the phone is actually generating some of those apps to not be accurate as well. I don't know if you have any, you know, any opinions on that.
0: Um, it just, it really depends. Um, and I've, I've had um, some of my investigators bring this up before in the past, um, you know, could this be just maybe the app picking up, you know, it, it's weird that you say that I, I do think, be careful with some of the apps. I think they could possibly, maybe not all of them. It just depends on how you're using it. Like um, there's, there's um, this one that we use. We haven't used it in a long time. Um, I can't even begin to pronounce this name, but it, it begins with the And it's, um, I don't know. It, it's, you use your phone to connect to this. You use a um, tablet, Necrophonics, or something like that.
1: Is mm-hmm. I've heard, I know what you're talking about. I've heard of that one.
0: That's a tongue twister for me. Uh, <laughs> but, like, that one, um, I think that's probably one of the, maybe the most legit ones that we've used. We, we use more of the um, the Ovelus 5. I like the Ovelus 5. That's just another device. But um, we don't use a lot of the phone apps. Um, Just when we do our spray, because the app that we use, we have to use that certain app to do this. But most of the time, no, we don't use those ghost apps and stuff. We we rely on our um, equipment.
1: Kim said it's nectrophonic.
0: There it is.
1: (laughs) Nectrophonic. So, being a medium, you know, you have this special connection to the other side of being able to hear them. What's some of the weirdest things you've heard said to you from the other side?
0: Well, <laughs> it, it's hard because I, I they like to call my name out a lot. They'll wake me up, too. I, I mean, they wake me up out of my sleep all the time. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. Um, they love to say my name or they'll say, hey, or hey, you, or um, uh, what else? Just, I've heard sentences before, but couldn't quite make out what it was. Um, I've heard children laugh. Um, it, it's hard to say I've been hearing them for so many years. There's been so many different voices I've heard. I can't remember. They just basically it's either, Hey, you, or I can remember, actually, I remember one spirit telling, uh, telling me to tell my dog. To tell that damn dog to be quiet. <laughs> yeah. Was it
1: was a dog even there?
0: Uh, yes, I was downstairs in my lower half of my house cleaning, and um, the dog was upstairs, and I was alone. I mean, this was a this is a big square twenty four hundred square feet home. I'm down in the lower half cleaning, and I was by myself, and I heard an old man. He told me he said, "Tell that damn dog to be quiet." I was wow. like, what? <laughs> and it, I, I stopped cleaning and went right back upstairs, you know? So, I mean, there's been different things I've heard throughout, you know, through throughout the years. But here recently, the past years, I, when I'm out there investigating, it's more they like to poke at me or tug at me. Or I've heard of, like, um like, different things in my, like, they try to get close to me in my ear and talk. Like, I might get, like like, a humming. I might get like singing. Um, there's just been multiple things throughout the years, but mainly they loved. That's why. And- Do you
1: have it? Have you heard anything that just like stopped you in your tracks? Like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Like, just, you know, yeah, it almost like sent that shiver in your spine. Like, holy crap. I- Maybe I better back up a moment.
0: I know I have. I just, I just, there's been so much. I, I,
1: Got gotcha, you. Gotcha. I'm
0: pretty sure when we were at the funeral home and we had, I, I I'm pretty sure I heard that man say, "Hey, ladies," and I and I and plus all the running up on us, I think that really startled me because it caught me off guard. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I've heard that. A lot that's
1: awesome. Him. I mean, a lot of people wish a lot of people wish that they had that ability, but it, like you know, it could also be a curse too. You know. It seems like they don't leave you alone sometimes. They're waking you up out of your sleep. So there's goods and bads with everything, you know?
0: Oh, yeah. I've had them. Now, this is going to creep you out, but I've actually felt spirit crawl in my bed, and I would be the only one here. And and that's a scary thing. And this actually happened. I I, I get it a lot. So this isn't nothing new to me. It, it happens to me a lot, at least a couple times a month, it seems like. um, Just last week, I was having a situation where it freaked me out because my husband works second shift. Um, I'm here alone and he'll come in. He likes to come in the bedroom and, you know, change his clothes and he'll wake me up and he might say something to me, but he'll wake me up every time. I wish he wouldn't, but he does. And you know, so when, once he wakes me up, it, it takes me a good 15, 20 minutes, to fall back to sleep. So my husband had woke me up a couple days ago, walks out the door, and instantly I heard this spirit say to me, uh, he said two words, but I couldn't quite make it out. And I was like, what the hell? No, I'm sitting there thinking, no, no, no. You know, not why I'm sleeping. Don't bug me. But then I heard him, the, the spirit said to me, he goes, hey, and I swear to you, Rob, I was in plain and pitch black dark by myself. It freaked me out because I was startled even though I've been hearing them since I was young, it doesn't matter. It never gets easy. I screamed for my husband and he ran in here so fast. He thought I was dying or something, you know, and he's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I told him, I said, look, there's a spirit in here. I said, I heard him twice and he's got to go. <laughs> he just, wow. looks at me, you know, he don't know what he's just like, really? I said, yes, I'm not kidding you. So he left me alone and. Once he walked out of the room, I then felt something that felt like something crawled in bed. And that's when I immediately told the spirit, I said, you got to get out of here. I said, you cannot be in my room waking me up. No, get out of my room, go. And after that, I didn't have no more, no more problems.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: You don't get used to it. I'll tell you that it's just, it's scary. Every time it seems like.
1: I'm sure. I'm sure. Is there any spirits that know that you that you're a medium and come to you regularly or uh, from like when you first started being a meeting and now they just come and say hi once in a while? Like, do there's like reoccurring spirits come to you just knowing that that you can communicate with you?
0: You know, I I believe so because I I try not to be open all the time. Only Only when we go on investigation, I try to make sure I'm open to spirit. And when I'm doing readings, of course, but. Other than that, if I haven't shut it down, I, they will try to get my attention. And if I'm not paying attention, they'll do things like that. They'll startle me. You know, they might, I might see them or I might, I might hear something. And I'm the only one here, you know, and I've heard children. I've heard them say, mama, you know, <laughs> I've heard like screaming that, I mean, I'll get different things, but it's like, oh my gosh, no, Lord, no. <laughs> it, Cause I don't want it. I don't want to hear it at that time. So they do try to get my attention, yes.
1: Oh, I'm but sure, I'm sure.
0: It, it's my life's pretty um, interesting and yet crazy at the same time.
1: I can only imagine. And here's another question I have for you too that's kind of it's kind of more of like a new one, you know. A lot of people have been getting into the scientific side of paranormal. You know, and I'm completely intrigued with it. I'm enthralled with it cuz I like science. And you know, I, I think that what they have is they have more scientists being able to see the possibility of the paranormal and moving it into this new direction. What what do you see maybe coming from this specific type of direction? Or you know, it's 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 a question for you because you are of the medium type, so you're not so much on the, you know, you can do it without all the techniques and all the technologies and things like that. So. Now that you hear that maybe science is becoming more prevalent within the field, what do you think might come of that?
0: I think it is interesting. Um, I think they will be able to debunk a lot of things. Um, and, and I think it might actually open new doors, like with, with having the scientific part of it. And if they're not able to debunk something, being scientists, that, that right there kind of will leave something up in the air. Like, okay, you know, it might open their eyes up more to what's going on. There's something going on here. Like, uh, the spirit rods, for instance, I don't think they can really, I don't think scientists can really debunk those, you know, that, that is an interesting tool to use. Um, we use those too, but not a whole lot. Um, I think a lot of people use them because it is an object that the scientists they say haven't been able to actually debunk. You know the spirit rods. At least I I, I haven't heard anything about this. Have you?
1: I, I haven't heard much about it. You mean like a dowsing rod, right? Like what? But, the, yeah.
0: I you know one of the spirit rods, but the dowsing rods, yes.
1: Right. One of the things that 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 I think is so incredible about that is that those are not only used for paranormal. Mm -hmm. They've used it for, for guiding. And, you know, during the pioneer days they actually used to use it too because they were always trying to find magnetic North or a path. And they figured that these rods would pick up on electromagnetic activity and point them in a clear direction. Because if they came together, that means that there was a clear path ahead in the sense that there wasn't trees blocking or rocks or huge cliffs and things like that. So it's, That's one of the things that I love about paranormal, too, is the ingenuity of using all these different devices, Mm -hmm. not for that were never meant for paranormal to be put into paranormal and used properly. I mean, it's just it's this amazing thing that shows the versatility of a lot of these objects that we use.
0: Yes. Yes, I agree.
1: So. You know, we've got about ten minutes left. We usually run about, you know, right up until about one fifty. Uh, sorry, one fifty until about nine fifty, just to give it a chance for the next show to get ready. But um, wh- where are some of the? What are some of the things that you're going to be doing in the near future where people can find you and catch you guys and, and look at your stuff?
0: Uh, we got coming up for let's see, March, March twenty seventh. We're going to Trans Allegheny with Outlaw Paranormal. Um, April 24th, actually, I think um, April, another investigation in April, we might be doing um, Buckeye Charm. maybe. We're trying to get in there. And then um, April 24th, we are going to the Old College Hill Hospital. That's gonna be interesting, with Outlaw Paranormal. And where else? we actually have some. Um, I think we're work. We're working on with some of the moonshiners from the Discovery Channel. We did investigations with them at the shrine, and they they really love the paranormal. And we're we're talking about hooking up with some of them. We're going. We have a location. Um, well, Outlaw Paranormal has a location in Tennessee that we are planning on camping. So we're going to be getting into the paranormal and. Um, Cryptids, so Bigfoot and all that stuff. And uh-huh. we're also going to be looking for the Mothman. That's coming up in May. We got, we got a lot going on this year. Um, a lot of things are being thrown at us, and we're, we're booking things with people. And because we like to do the pair unity, um, I'm all about the paraunity unity, definitely. So this year is going to be probably one of our biggest years that we got coming up. It's going to be, uh, I guess, some things I can't say that we're going to be working on in May. I can't
1: talk about that, but, um, stay tuned for that one. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I, I, you know, when we had Outlaw Paranormal on, they kind of, you know, they, they spoke very great about you guys. And, you know, I had, I wanted to have you guys on as well. And hopefully I'm going to get out to Outlaw Paranormal so we can investigate some of the stuff that, you know, that they have going on around their town. I mean, you guys should pack up and come see us over there too. We can get out there shortly. I think it'll be a really great thing. I got my camera. I got the camera ready to go. We'll, we'll pop, you know, we'll, we'll hang out. We'll explore. I think it will be a great time, you know, bring the family with you too. I would love to see, you know, I'd love to meet your husband and and your daughter and ask her how she feels about things. Maybe some one-on-one interviews would be really cool to put some stuff together. Uh, So how did you actually meet Outlaw Paranormal? Tell us how that kind of came about.
0: Well, um, it all ties into the shrine, the yura Shrine. Um, I forget how, what was going on. They, I think they were wanting us girls. Uh, they seemed, they, we were, uh, we weren't the first team to go to the Eura Shrine. Actually, Outlaw Paranormal had been there um, years before us, but it had been a long time since anyone had been to the shrine. And I think once they've probably seen us girls going to the shrine and then um, they wanted to meet us. And next thing we know, um, they set up an investigation at the shrine and wanted us girls to go. And next thing we know, um, <laughs> we're talking to them on live feeds and just getting to know each other. And it was awesome. And then, then they're inviting us to investigate with them. Then they invited us to do uh investigation with the moonshiners with them. And, you know they're a new team, so um, we just kind of like like that. We showed them some of the new things that we do. You know, we got the spray. We do this method. Just some of the things we do because they're really big on TikTok. I mean, they blow us out of the water. We're on TikTok too, but have you ever seen so, them? So TikTok? am I.
1: But yeah, no, I saw them on TikTok. They are huge.
0: Yes, they're TikTok. amazing. So. They they like the fact that um, you know everything we've been doing and, and going to the shrine and all the people we were bringing there. So it just we just all clicked and and then we we just love the para unity thing and so that's how we met all from meeting you know going to the shrine. So
1: that's that's awesome, and I think that you guys are right. You know, with the para unity stuff, I think it is super important that we get back to this place where you know. People are learning from each other and not letting egos drive the way and kind of split people apart. You know, I think that it's so important for us to just be able to meet other teams, not judge and just, you know, put our heads together and try and figure everything out. I always say that, you know, your story could add dots to somebody else that they can connect and vice versa. You know, you may hold a dot that I need to connect the story. And, you know, it's important to explore those relationships, too, by doing that, you know. Mm
0: -hmm. And we have gotten um, we've we've gotten into places that we couldn't even get in alone because, you know, these places cost like fifteen hundred dollars. Trans-Aleguine, fifteen hundred easily. And it's hard when you have a small group, you know, because us girls, I have the full time people on my team is me, Jenny and Chastity. And then our two fill ins is my other sister and Candy. So if they don't go, it's just us three. And for us to get into a place that costs $1,000 or 1500 we need to do pari unity and meet other people and and go join them also. It, it's, it's another way for everybody to be able to go to these big locations. And plus, you get to meet new people. You get to learn how people do different ways to connect to spirits. Like, we never used to do the Estes Method. We just started this, like, maybe four months ago, and... We love it, and the people, our viewers love it, absolutely love it. And it's just another way to share your ideas and what you believe in and, and the things you've captured and the way you do things and the way they learn how to do something. You learn something different from each other.
1: But that's the, that's the biggest thing is being able to learn from each other, you know. Mm-hmm. Kim Tate says she loves when you use the SIS camera.
0: Oh, the, the SLS camera? Yes. Yeah.
1: Oh, maybe it is. I thought it was a camera. Oh, wow! I was like, wait a minute. What's a sys camera? Was you guys perfect some kind of camera that I don't know about yet? What's that? the SLS? Now it makes sense. Sorry, Kim. Sorry, sorry about that. Reading skills. Sometimes you know, whatever, whatever. No, but uh, this has been such a great episode too. You know, you and you guys down there and the middle of the country. I I adore what you guys do and I admire it. I think that you guys do some really incredible work. And, you know, I think that one way we could definitely, like I said, do all this and commemorate all this is to get you guys all together. And you're right. Go to some big place and lay down some crazy investigation, break off into teams, explore the whole thing in one big shot. I mean, it sounds incredible. It sounds incredible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is. It really is. And uh, I'm looking forward to this year. I think this will be – this year is going to be a very interesting year. We have not let the COVID stop us. It hasn't. To be honest with you, Rob, it has not slowed us down. We have not been turned away once due to this. And I'm very, very uh, shocked because there's been a lot of people who, who can't get out there because, you know, the COVID stopped them. They can't get into these places. And I'm like, we are lucky that to been able to get into these locations. They have We haven't had no issues, thank God.
1: Here's a question. Is 2021 Go Sisters year?
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: I know it's Outlaw Paranormals year and it is full spectrum networks year. We're going to rise to the top like the cream in the milk. That's how we're gonna do it.
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> You're but, right. you know
1: what? I tell everybody, you know, and I was just listening to I don't know. We we just got on stereo. I don't know if you know what stereo is. It's an app where they do like impromptu podcasts, like just two people talking and then people like they they shoot in with uh like side messages and it's like voice messaging and stuff like that. It's a really cool app. You can find us at full spectrum because we couldn't put the universe in because it was you know it wasn't long enough I guess or it was too long for the names. But you know, go find us on stereo. When I tell you that this app, just hearing these people talk, you know, it really like they were talking about one thing I was listening to was like the the positives and the negatives of the internet and now social media platforms and i thought to myself you know what it is with these platforms which i can i'm I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to concur with this it's what you put into it you know when you put a lot into what you're doing and you like you said you have that passion and that drive you get back what you give you know it's just like the laws of attraction or or karma or whatever you want to call it and you know there are a lot of people out there who use this for nefarious reasons, these social media platforms. I use it to get information out. I also use it to expand the audience so people know who I am, so we can all connect on a different level than we would have if you were just hearing me somewhere, you know, by word of mouth somewhere else. And I think that it's really important that we make these connections. And I believe that these social media companies facilitate that. That's why we're on all of them. You know, I feel like we should be on all of them to connect with anybody and everybody who will let us connect. Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, um, there's and one thing I wanted to say, being in this field and, and being in law enforcement, you know, it's it's a negative. It's a negative field. I mean, you're around it all the time. But um, another thing is, too, um, I man, I never realized that there's there's a lot of drama in the paranormal and I don't like it. I'm like, I try to stay away from it. I, you know, and it's just weird. And I never realized that, you know, it,
1: so it's very, like, yeah. You know, it's difficult. Is,
0: and I'm like, I tell the girls, I'm like, we are definitely not about that drama. we stay, we're staying out of it. We just, we, that's why we just do our thing. You know, we, we share people's videos on our page. We, we'll pin them to the top and, and try to get our viewers to check them out and try to, You know join join other groups and like other people's stuff and just keep doing what we do and and you know just just avoiding a lot of the stuff that that is going on out there
1: no i agree with that that's why we have full spectrum the group full spectrum universe the group too and we do the same thing we know we promote everybody and anybody who puts their stuff in there of course we have specific days because it can get crazy with all the different (laughs) people doing it all the time but you know, we try and help those around us to to do that. And I think that, that is super important, you know. And I mm-hmm. think that you're absolutely right with that. I think you need to be able to to help each other. And you know, one hand washes the other, but both hands wash the face. That's what it always goes back to those sayings that your your mom or your grandma told you they're mm-hmm. true. They're tried they're tried and true and tested. And I think that, you know, we need to do more to help each other. There is an immense amount of drama and it's ego. And it's people not wanting other people to get ahead. And I think that that's the wrong way to approach it and to look at it, you know? And that's why we tend to stay away from all that too. We're not into any of that stuff. Yeah. If you don't like us, okay, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean to offend anybody, but like, go ahead, you can go on your way. That's fine. You know, if you like us, hang out, you know, we'll we'll connect, we'll touch base and we'll we'll move forward with each other. That's really what it comes down to. I think that, you know, skin has gotten very thin, on people and we need to toughen that skin up again because words hurt a lot of people and i understand you shouldn't be saying negative things to each other should always be positive should always be trying to help but you know i i really enjoyed this this episode tonight um i want to thank you for coming on i it was an honor and you know i love what you guys do i'm definitely a fan i hope you guys come back
0: yeah hopefully we could do this again and have all the girls on here. And hopefully there's no uh, interruptions like we had tonight. And maybe we can do it in a location. Hopefully one of us have better internet maybe. <laughs> maybe not a lot of well, spirit.
1: <laughs> well, we both got to work on that, I think. I don't know what the hell's going on. But we both got to work <laughs> on that side of it. So, yeah. you know, for everybody out there, please go and like and follow the Ghost Sisters. They, Like I said, they put out incredible work. They deserve it, and we want to support them as best as we can and as much as we can. And just to let you know, if you haven't gone to Full Spectrum Universe, which is soon to be Full Spectrum Network, uh, as per the title on our uh, media broadcasting page, please go there, like, and follow us as well. It is in the comments. Um, Also, please go to either Rumble, Shoot, or YouTube, find Full Spectrum Universe, and subscribe. We always have different uh, stuff coming out almost daily we have different content coming out and different stuff even if it's not paranormal for different types of people so we can facilitate everybody uh keep an eye out for the website that is not only going to be an archive for all of our episodes and different shows but it's also going to be like a newspaper we're going to be doing you know top top media news from our own perspective not so much that like mainstream media that we'll try and bring you the uh unadulterated truth at all times um so, yeah, we just thank you all for stopping by. I had an amazing time. And Mandy, I'm going to, uh, you know, anything you want to say before we get out of here?
0: Yes, you guys, please follow us. We're on all social media, um, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Of course, our biggest platform is Facebook. Um, also, go check out, if you, you know, go check out my page on um, Intuitive Media Mandy. If you would like a reading, um, just message me. And also, I want to add real quick before I know you got to go. I've been doing no. live readings on Appalachian memes, which they have like 1.1 million people on their page. And that's really cool. And uh, once a month on Sundays, you will get to see me and Patty Nigri from Ghost Adventures. We do readings together now on that site also. So if you would like to tune into that, um, please do. I, I will be posting a lot of this on my social media, on Facebook, on Ghost Sisters, too.
1: That's awesome with Patty Navy That's great. That's great. Oh
0: yeah, I love her. We've been doing readings probably. We've we've done like two or three now, and absolutely love it. We have a blast.
1: Yeah, I had her on another show that I do with uh, another co-host. And we had a great time with Patty. Mm-hmm. So, guys, do that. Please follow us and follow them. It, it has been an incredible show. So, on this last note, we're gonna let you all make your own decision on what you want to do with following and subscribing, but we thank you for being here and spending some time with us today. And uh, you know, I really, we really love you guys and hopefully you uh, stick around and see you all next week.
0: Bye.